Jubilee Church Derby, a church family looking to make a difference across the city of Derby and beyond. This is a message from one of our Sunday celebrations, and you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. Once again, thank you for being with us this evening. It's great to celebrate Christmas with you. Thank you to our wonderful, wonderful musicians and team for this evening, organising it and arranging it. Can we show our appreciation to these guys? <laughs> Huge thank you to all who have uh, taken part this evening and been part of making it happen. We so appreciate all the work you've put in. So thank you very much, Naomi, and your team. So our theme this evening, uh, you may have noticed, is Star of Wonder. Star of Wonder. And there are lots of different elements to the Christmas story, aren't there? There are lots of things that we could consider about the Christmas story. And this is, this is just one. This is just one element, one part of it. Other parts might include the journey to Bethlehem that Joseph and Mary Made. It might include thinking about the angels or the shepherds and so on. But right now, I want us to, for a few moments, to consider the star. And it's this star that leads the Magi to come and to worship Jesus. The visit of the Magi or wise men is an essential part of the Christmas story. But our typical nativity scene that you probably see on many Christmas cards or, or maybe you even have, have up perhaps, where you've got the baby Jesus, you've got uh, the shepherds, you've got angels, uh, and you've got the wise men at the same time is actually not how we read it in Scripture, not actually how it happened. The visit of the wise men, the visit of the Magi, occurred some time after Jesus' birth. But who were they? Who were they? Well, there's no reason to believe that they were kings. There's no reason to believe that they were three of them. And there's definitely no biblical case for giving them any names. All that's just speculation. One Bible commentator, William Barclay, says this uh, on the passage in the Gospel of Matthew. He says, The Magi were a tribe from the east. They became a tribe of priests and uh, they became in Persia, he says, almost exactly what the Levites were in Israel. They became the teachers and instructors of the Persian kings. They became men of holiness and wisdom. They may have even been associated with the wise men of Daniel's time that you read about in the Old Testament book of his name. And if that is the case, then they would have probably been aware of all the prophecies that spoke about the birth of Jesus and about what was going to happen. Barclay goes on to say that in the ancient world, there was an eagerness of anticipation. Men and women were waiting for God, and the desire for God was in their hearts. I love that phrase, the desire for God was in their hearts. Maybe that describes you 
this evening. I wonder, is that desire for God in your hearts? If that's the case, then no wonder that these holy, wise men spotted something in the sky that indicated the birth of a king. These magi saw his star, not just, you notice, any star, but his star. The star that referred to the birth of a king. The star that referred to a birth of the king of kings himself. They knew that something was happening. And so they followed the star to find out more, to find out what was going on. The star guided them to the place where Jesus was. Sarah and I and our family were in the Lake District at half term back in October. We were staying with some friends for a, a few days up there. <laughs> and one evening, after we had put our kids to bed, our friends kindly offered to babysit for us. They said, would you like to take a walk down to the pub and we'll look after the kids for you. Well, those of you who have got young children know not to turn down such an offer. And so before they could change their mind, there we were with hats and scarves and gloves and boots and we were heading off to the local pub. Our friends live in a typical small Cumbrian village. No shop, a small school, a chapel and one pub. And so we walked down the unlit road heading out for a quiet drink. And you know what, what struck us most? It was the night sky and the stars. It was a clear autumn evening and the stars were so bright in the sky we felt we could almost reach out and touch them. You don't get that so much in the city, do you? But in a place like that, it was incredible. As we looked up, we could see the night sky, the starry sky, perhaps like we'd never seen it before. And it's that sort of sky that the Magi would have been familiar with. They would have known what they were looking for. They would have known how it should look. And they saw something different. They saw a star of wonder. A star that indicated the birth of a king. And so they knew they had to go. Go and find this king and to worship. So in the days before Satnavs, yes, that was actually a thing. Those of you who are a certain age. In the days before Satnavs or Google Maps or any other navigation device that was easily accessible to them, they followed the star. Because that's where they were going. The only reason that they knew where to go was they had a star that showed them the way. They had a light that guided them to the very place that they were meant to be. They had a guiding light that led them. The Mumford and Sons song, Guiding Light, is a particular favourite of mine. And it's got this line in it. It says... Because even when there is no star in sight, you will always be my only guiding light. 
there is. Because even when there is no star in sight, you'll always be my only guiding light. Now, I know there's some debate as to what the lyrics are referring to. Is it about friendship? Is it about love or faith? It's not, it's not clear. Maybe it's all three. Certainly Marcus Mumford and the banjo playing Winston Marshall started off playing in a church worship band. So, guys, it's a good start. You never know. We might see you in the charts yet. They like that idea, don't they? They're, like, they're liking this. They're liking this. But let me ask you a question, and it's this. What is your guiding light? What is it, or maybe who is it, that you follow? Meandering through life doesn't really get us anywhere. So what is it, or who is it, that you're following? The Magi had a star. Star of wonder. I knew that's where they're going, to follow the star. I wonder what is it, or perhaps who is it, that you have. For the Christian, we have God's words, the Bible. Psalm 119 refers to this book, refers to God's word as a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. When Sarah and I were out in that Cumbrian village that evening, we needed a lamp for our feet. We needed the lights on the path. It was so dark. And this world is a pretty dark place very often as well, isn't it? There are things all around us that we don't like that are dark. And so what is it, friends, this evening that's your guiding lights? What is it or who is it that you're following? Where's your light? coming from. Jesus described himself as the light of the world. In John 8, he says, when Jesus spoke against the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus himself brings you light. Jesus himself will guide you. Jesus himself promises he will never leave you. A little later in the same gospel, Jesus describes himself like this. He says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. Jesus is the way to the Father. The way to the re a relationship with the living God, the maker of heaven and earth, as we were hearing about earlier. The star of wonder led these wise men, these magi, to Jesus, where they gave him their gifts. And in memory of that, at Christmas time, we give gifts as well. I'm expecting many of you have at least started, if not finished, your Christmas shopping. Anybody finished and wrapped it all? <coughs> Some of you are impressive. That's pretty good. I've still got a bit of wrapping left to do, but I'm nearly there. Maybe we don't give gold or frankincense or myrrh 
Although we do give plenty of jewellery and expensive perfume. But gifts are chosen to thoughtfully express love to the person that we're giving it to. At Christmas, we give gifts to those close to us. At Christmas, God gave the ultimate gift, the gift of his son. One more quote before we finish. William Barclay again. It says, Jesus came into the world to live for mankind and in the end to die for mankind too. He came to give for men and women his life and his death. Gold for a king, frankincense for a priest, myrrh for one who was to die. These were the gifts of the wise men. And even at the cradle of Christ, they foretold that he was to be the true king, the perfect high priest, and in the end, the supreme saviour of men and women. So this baby that the Magi came to worship, this baby that the star of wonder led them to, was and is indeed the saviour of the world. And that's who we worship at Christmas time. And every time. That's who we remember at this time of year. The Magi realised it and they bowed down and they worshipped. So as we conclude, what's your response to Jesus this Christmas? What's your response to him, the King of Kings? Is it like the Magi to bow down and to worship? Some 30 or so years after his birth, Jesus called his disciples to follow him. Follow me, Jesus said to Levi in Luke 5. And Luke tells us he got up, left everything, and followed Jesus. Jesus' invitation this evening is exactly the same. Jesus says to each of us this evening, follow me. Follow me. And in following him, we find out what we were created for. To have a relationship with the living God himself. We find that following Jesus is the only way to have it. This is not just about going to heaven when you die, though that is indeed part of it. But it's about life in all its fullness right now. Life and the purpose to live for. In a moment, I'm going to give you a few moments to think and reflect and to respond. Because today you could receive God's gift to you this Christmas time. That gift of new life in Jesus Christ. It happens by you putting your trust and your hope in Jesus himself. It's about making him the Lord of your life. Re repenting, turning away from how you lived before and putting your hope and your trust in Jesus and making him the king of your life. Jesus came to save, to forgive, and to restore your relationship with God, that which you were indeed created for. So the very best Christmas gift you can receive 
this year is actually one of new life in Jesus Christ. To be clear, this is not a come to Jesus and you'll have a problem-free life. That's not what I'm saying. But it is come to him and make him the Lord of your life. Know his peace and his promise to be with you always. And maybe for some of you, this is something that you perhaps heard years ago. Maybe you even spent some time walking with the Lord and following him, but over time things drifted and it wasn't quite so relevant anymore. And this evening you've come here and maybe you've come with a friend and you're thinking, ah, maybe there's a way back. Let me tell you, friends, there is. If you've never trusted in Jesus before or if you want to, once again, put your hope and trust in him. You can do that tonight before we finish. And so this evening, if for the first time you want to put your trust and hope in Jesus, or if you want to come back to him and recommit your life to him, in a moment I'm going to pray. And in a moment I'm going to ask us all to close our eyes and I'm going to lead us in a prayer. And you can make it your prayer if you'd like to. Just say it after me, line by line. <coughs> so let's close our eyes and let's pray together. And if you'd like to make this your prayer, you can do that right now. Just say each line after me as we go. Thank you, Lord God, for the wonderful gift of your Son. Thank you, Jesus, that you came to bring good news and hope to mankind. My trust in you. I choose to acknowledge you as my Lord and my Saviour. I'm sorry I failed you and let you down. Thank you that you will never fail me and never let me down. I turn away from everything I've done that is wrong and ask that you would forgive me now. I choose today to always follow you and to receive your love and your forgiveness. Please give me the gift of your Holy Spirit to help me live for you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Now, friends, if, if you prayed that prayer this evening, if you made that prayer yours, I would love to know that. We would love to know that and be able to send you a free gift and help you in your journey of faith. We'd love to introduce you to others who could help you along the way. And so before we finish, I'd like you please to take the card that is in your seat pocket or on your seat as you arrived. There should be one on each one together with a pen. And actually, I'd like us all to take this, regardless of whether you prayed the prayer or not. Can I ask you to grab the card, grab a pen that should be with it, and we would love to know what you thought of this evening. We would love some feedback from you. If you did pray that prayer, please tick that box that says that. 
And if you'd like us to send you a free gift or be in touch with you, then in a moment you can fill that in and tick the relevant box. If you'd just like to comment on how you found it, we'd love your feedback as well. And so in a few moments, we're going to sing our final carol together. We're going to receive our offering for the work of faith, hope, and enterprise. But before we do that, I'm just going to give you a few moments to fill in the cards. And you can put your details on one side, tick any relevant boxes on the other. And we'd love to know if you prayed that prayer or we can pray for you or serve you in any way. Just pop your details on there now. There should be a pen on your seat together with the cards. So I'm going to give you a couple of moments to do that before we have our final carol together. Thanks for listening to this Jubilee Church podcast. Feel free to check out our website at www.jubilee.org.uk or come along on any Sunday.